Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to a new episode of the Renegades podcast. My name is Anna, I'm your host. In today's episode, we are going to dive into the topic of grounding. And if you're anything like me, and if you're anything like the majority of people I work with, you are someone who considers themselves as a highly creative or maybe highly spiritual or someone who tends to have this like visionary uh, approach to life and who is always like projecting and thinking about this, you know, like groundbreaking ideas. But unless we pair that up with a more concrete, practical um, approach, we will just spend our whole life in our heads and we won't be able to bring that out into the reality. We won't be able to um, bring out into the world our ideas. And I know it can be challenging, I know it can be, it may seem very hard for us in the beginning to really start being in this more active approach, in this more active creation of our dreams and of our goals and of our art and of our ideas, but it is definitely possible. And in today's video, I'm going to share with you three main practices that you can start using today to help you get out of this waiting and projecting and overthinking state and into the active process of creation and the active process of bringing your ideas into reality. So let's get started. Before we do so, please make sure that you have your hands on my latest training, which is all about how to pave your own path and how to really stay consistent with building your own unique vision and building your own unique dreams because we all need that boost of that reminder of why we're doing this and how to really move forward and how to really uh, bust through those challenges and through those blocks that sometimes may get in the way. And I can guarantee you that this is the exact exactly what you need in those moments to really help you stay consistent and stay on track with your own unique path. And now let's get started. There are many, many reasons why we may have developed this pattern and this habit of overthinking and being in our heads and spending too much time out there. And honestly, if you ask me, I think our brains are pretty kind to us because if they were to ask us for rent, we might we might need to be like billionaires or something to afford that. Um, now, it can really change from person to person. The reasons why this happened can go from um, being... Uh, being ignored and spending too much time alone as a kid, having, you know, having trauma that does not allow us to stay present with uh, and engage with the world in, in a more effective way. It can be linked to any maybe like health condition, uh, but 
in all those cases, it is a pattern that we can rewire. It is a new way of being that we can install by addressing the core of the issue, understanding why it's there, and taking a new approach, taking a whole new, um, taking a whole new set of actions that will allow us to be in, engaged with the reality in a way that will really help us create more and will really help us um, execute on our ideas. And I would like you to become more aware of how this pattern plays out in your life. I would like you to become aware of those moments where you just slip into this uh, pattern of just avoiding maybe being present or just uh, being absent and, you know, overthinking. And so the more you become aware of your patterns, the more you become aware of the ways in which you are uh, creating and generating your reality, the more quote-unquote control you have over the situation, right? Because sometimes we may, you know, like it is, it can be tricky to um, be in this state of like always like envisioning and projecting and um, not being able to see any like tangible result, right? Because we have not bridged it with an action. And as I said in the intro, if you are if you consider yourself as a highly creative or as a highly spiritual person, uh, as I know a lot of you guys are, we may tend to um, struggle with the tangible, with the 3D physical reality. And although it is a gift and it is a beautiful uh, part of who we are, it should not be everything, right? We need to pair that with... Um, a more concrete and practical approach in order for us to really bring our vision into reality, into the physical world and create a life, a lifestyle, a business, a book, whatever that is. In order for us to actually create it, we need to be engaging with life. We need to take action. And I know this may hold a lot of us back because our visions may be so so big. Our visions may be so out there. Our visions may be a little, um, quote-unquote, hard to implement. Uh, but the more we invest into a waiting state, the harder it's going to be for us to get started. When we are in the active process of doing it, when we are in the flow, when we are actually doing it, it doesn't feel like we are, um, you know, we're not like waiting, we're not uh, projecting, we're not impatient. We are just doing it. We are just uh, bringing that out into reality. We are just committing to it, we are creating, we're in the joy of creation and the joy of engaging with life. And whenever we um, separate ourselves from 
the reality. And whenever we come back to our safe space and whenever we do not want to take responsibility for uh, the commitment that we have made to bring that dream of ours into reality, we feel powerless, we feel defeated, we feel isolated, we feel frustrated, we feel all these feelings that are simply the side effect of not taking action, of waiting. And now, reason why we are feeling this way and why we are spending too much time in our head is because at some point in our lives, being there felt safer than in in the physical world. Somehow the world around us did not match our inner reality and what we believe for ourselves to be true. And although it was the case in the past, and it may still be the case right now, we need to reverse that. We need to understand that it is up to us to generate the reality that we want to create and to bring all those beautiful thoughts and ideas and visions into a tangible physical space. And the way we do this is we really need to shift our self-image, our self-concept, the way we see ourselves. If so far we have been identifying ourselves with this image of a procrastinator or of a, you know, a bohemian creative who is lacking discipline. If we do so, we will then find benefits to stay in this image of who we are we will always want to confirm back to ourselves that this is who we are right and there is this pool of identity that will always always make us gravitate towards the comfort zone that we have defined for ourselves now if you instead look at those gifts of yours, the spiritual gifts that you have, the creative gifts that you have um, as part of who you are, but not everything. When you, and when you develop the discipline and the parts of you that are not, that are not yet evolved, there's just that. You have just been investing too much more into a reality where you are not active in a reality where you are absent in a reality where you are disengaged from life so when you start shifting that and you start investing a little bit into actually creating this pattern of discipline changing the way you look at discipline and maybe uh, shifting from looking at it in a very like rigid constrictive limiting way into the bridge that will have the fuel that will help you um, achieve your goals. And I know that this has definitely been the case for me like growing up with, in a very, very strict, like education, I barely had any time to, you know, like play or have any other activities other than like school and uh, going to like Olympics and, you know, all these kinds of brainy stuff. <laughs> um, 
my whole life, I tried to avoid discipline. And so I became, I took on this image of a rebel, right? A rebel can be a very good thing if we know how to use it. Sometimes the way we see ourselves can work against us. If we tell ourselves that, oh, we are free spirits, but if we do that to avoid certain responsibilities, then this is working against us. And I really want you to become aware of the ways in which you have defined your traits and the ways in which you have thought about yourself and how this is playing out in your life. Now, in concrete terms, how can you start taking a more grounding and a more concrete approach to your goals? Implement practices, implement grounding practices. You can start by doing something very small, like connecting with your senses. Whenever you feel like, you know, the elevator is like going up, 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 up you start connecting with the physical reality maybe you start like touching the table maybe you start um you know like smelling something uh nice around you or maybe you uh start just anchoring in with your breath and you come back to your body in some way our bodies are the anchor to back into the physical, back into the tangible, back from the projection world and into the material concrete world. And we, when we come back into our bodies and when we do that on a, on a consistent level, it, sometimes we may be like too extreme into going like, I'm gonna do sports or I'm gonna do that to ground myself and I'm gonna go out in nature, but it has to be an, an active uh, involvement. It has to become part of who you are so that it, it lasts, so that it brings results in the long term. This is the first thing, and this is something that you can start right away, and you can start using this like very, very um, small but very powerful shift. The second step is actually executing on those goals but starting small um how can you break down some of those like maybe big visions or big goals and work this muscle of what i like to call the delivery muscle start executing putting something into practice creating something and then celebrate the delivery, celebrate the uh, making of something, celebrate the manifestation of your goals into reality, whether they are small or big, it doesn't matter. It's like, in the end, a big, a big goal is just the collection of, of smaller goals. So it is very important to understand that yes we may have this like ambitious goals and we may have this um like long-term vision of what we want to do and like change the world and all these kind of things but it starts with what we do every single day 
And so I really encourage you to choose like one simple practice, one simple action that you can take every single day. And if you do it, you know that it is inevitable that it's gonna head, you're gonna head towards your vision, towards your desired reality, towards um towards your creation, towards your manifestation, right? If it's writing a book, then make sure you're writing one page every day. Make sure you are, you know, putting pen on paper. Make sure you are, um, make sure you are doing it. And when you do so, you will start shifting your identity from passively waiting to actually being it right like you can only be a writer if you write you can only be an athlete if you're actually like you know having the discipline to 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 work out and having the discipline to really embody this identity for yourself right then the more you do it the more it becomes natural the more it becomes part of who you are and one day you will be like oh i'm actually like the most disciplined person that I know. And it's it is a great feeling because you then realize that you always had the power over your circumstances. You always had the power to create your reality. And when this happens, you're just unstoppable. You realize that all these beautiful ideas that you have and all these beautiful goals and dreams they are actually tangible. It is really up to us to work with who we are and to work with our external environment and our um, and our self-image to really bring that out into the world. Okay, and the last part, uh, but a very important one as well, is healing. Make sure that you have a healing or a coaching practice in which you realize, uh, in which you uncover the reasons why you may have been avoiding action, the ways in which you are escaping reality, the ways in which um, the reasons why it is hard for you to actually stay grounded and to stay present and to uh, engage with your goals. It is really a combination of letting go of the old image and of the old uh, ways in which we have seen ourselves, which is resulting from conditioning and trauma and, you know, the ways in which we have um, seen ourselves in the past and the more active approach which is taking action it's it one cannot go without the other because if we're taking action but we're like still carrying like this heavy baggage it's it's gonna be hard and we're gonna get tired and we're gonna get overwhelmed and it's just unnecessarily tiring right we can simply like take some stuff out of that uh backpack and we will just feel lighter we will feel like oh okay it wasn't that hard after all. It was uh, just a matter of me understanding what was blocking me, what was slowing down the process. And these are all perceptions. These are all limiting beliefs from the past. These are all stored emotions and stored information that 
does not belong in our present, does not belong in our current reality, and it should not belong in our future if this is not what we want to continue perpetuating and continue moving forward with. So let me know in the comments below what you think about these three practices. Is there anything else that you're using? How is this pattern showing up in your life? How are you um, connecting with the reality and how has your journey to becoming a more grounded and disciplined person uh, how has your journey been so far? Please let me know in the comments below. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at says. And if you want to find ways in which you can work with me related to this topic or anything uh, regarding your uh, path and bringing your ideas and your dreams into reality, if you want to join the Renegades Way uh, which is my coaching program, check out my website at nlcoaching.com. And until next time, keep living your truth.